Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast, the worst thing about New Year's resolutions, and how to beat it. Hey there, business friends. I have a big announcement. In February 2024, I'm launching a new program. It's designed to give founders, CEOs, solopreneurs, and business developers the skills and the language you need to get more international clients. Stand out from your competitors, captivate clients across borders, and pave the way to become the reference in your industry. To be the first to know when this program launches, join my special email list at christinarubafay.com slash clients. Now, let's get into this week's English Conversation Club podcast. Hey, everybody. Today is a great topic for anyone who has struggled to keep their New Year's resolutions. You know, we're already about three weeks into 2024, so maybe you set some resolutions and now it's... uh I don't know if you're keeping them or not, um, but I'm here with Sheila, and we're going to talk about the worst thing about New Year's resolutions and what to do in, about it. Um, Sheila, how are you doing with your New Year's resolutions? Yeah, well, I mean, personally, I do not make New Year's resolutions. Yeah, but I totally understand um, the appeal because mm. it's it's a, a, a reset button. Yeah. Um, a lot of us have those negative tendencies, those ingrained habits, mm-hmm. and we just want to make a firm resolution or a decision that we're going to stop and make yeah. a change. Yeah, exactly. And I think like the, you know, the new year's period is kind of, I mean, technically you could make a, I don't know, a new month resolution or a new week resolution, Exactly. Um, but the, the year seems to be this kind of time, like you said, it's a, a good reason to hit reset and to sort of try to change those bad habits or make some positive changes in your life. And, um, but, and I, I feel like this is just a, a very common struggle for everyone is actually being really motivated at the start of something, whether, whether right. it's the start of the new year or the start of your English program, it's kind of the same thing. Um, being really motivated and really excited about the change that's coming up, but then you get you know, a little bit into the new year, into your English program, into your guitar lessons or whatever you're learning. (laughs) Um, And then it gets really hard. And this is because we have this, um, you know, this kind of natural aversion to change, meaning it's really hard to make changes in your life. And I feel like, you know, our brains, we, we like the things that are familiar and that we know and that we're used to doing, even if we know that that behavior is, you know, hurting us, in fact, which is very contradictory. We know it's bad for us, but we've been doing it for so long. And so we kind of prefer to continue doing it just because it's easier and making change is really hard. Exactly. And I think, too, with the article it mentioned, um, with these, you know, yearly resolutions, you kind Mm. of set yourself up for failure. You have these Mm. misguided notions that the change is going to come quickly. Yeah. And then when it doesn't, maybe you start off really well for the first few weeks and then you start to slide back into those old habits. Yeah. (laughs) And then you, you feel discouraged because you have failed in a sense. Right. Yeah. But you're really not giving yourself enough time because making a change, it just, it takes time. It takes it takes a long time. And I think also, you know, there's 
um, you know, speaking of like misguided notions, there's you, sometimes we see this thing on the internet. It takes 21 days to create a new habit or 66 right. days to create. And like, that's just not true. It's not because you do something every day for a specific number of days. It's like on day 21, it's difficult to have that habit. And then on day 22, wow, it just magically becomes easy for you and it becomes a habit. But, and I, I feel like, you know, if you're trying to, I'd say, if you want to make a change in your life, you know, and you're thinking about that's, that's probably a telltale sign that mm. there's a, there's some room for improvement, or you know, that you should change a bad behavior or adopt, you know, a good behavior. But I feel like that if you're just focusing on building the habit and we focus a lot, you know, in our programs, we focus a lot on helping to people build their habits. Um, but I feel like also you have to maybe look at the habit, but also try to really tackle the real issues. Like there may be something mm. deeper that goes beyond time management or energy exactly. management or put it in your schedule and make time for it. Um, and there's maybe like a deeper real issue that you have to look at to say, well, why do I want to make this change? And why is it so hard for me to make this change and address that issue first? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. I think it's important to identify your goal, like know exactly mm. what it is you need to work on and what runs against that goal, because we have mm. these innate tendencies yeah. that kind of run against, you know, the goals and what we're trying to accomplish. So definitely, yeah, identifying, tackling that real issue mm. is going to help a person to make some change. Yeah. Sure. And I, I would say like, if we just take um, maybe like a, a concrete example that I feel like we hear a lot, you know, people, they might say, oh, I want to improve my English, but I don't have any time. Um, mm. so then I feel, I feel like we could spend all the time in our, in the world with them looking at their calendar and putting, you know, English time into their calendar, um, right. and setting a reminder for themselves and habit stacking and all this stuff, which, which are all, you know, good techniques to have. But mm -hmm. if the, the real issue is that, um, and I, I, this, I don't want this to sound judgmental, but I know it's going to sound judgmental, but it's not, um, <laughs> that they're it, not managing it. their time well, um, mm. but it could be because, you know, because their manager is interrupting them 50 times a day or they can't shut off their emails. And so they're jumping from task to task, which means that it takes them three hours to do something that should take an hour, mm. which means that. They're, they just don't have the time for English. And so the real issue is not finding time to do English. It's how do I manage the way that I work or how do I talk to my team about, you know, I need this time for myself to focus and really getting that in place. And then the, the time to do English is maybe going to like almost magically appear. Increase, um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Because they're and now instead of taking eight hours to, to finish their daily work, maybe they take six hours. Yeah, that's a really good point. It, it Maybe the assumption is mm. we just don't have time. I don't have right. time at all. But then if they reorganize, they look at their schedule, then they may actually see that they do have the time. They just need right. to utilize it uh, better. So yeah, that's a very good point. 
Yeah, awesome. exactly. Yeah. And I, and I think that's maybe if, um, if there's anyone kind of, they've set their new year's resolution. Now they're struggling to actually make those changes to, yeah, maybe take a step back. February mm-hmm. is a new month. Hey, let, let's do new month resolutions. Exactly. Uh, yeah. you know, Reset button it's again. <laughs> coming up pretty soon. Um, and and re- maybe look at some of those deeper issues that are stopping them from making the change of their New Year's resolutions. And that might be a good place to uh, to restart. There we go. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And definitely, I like at the end of the article, the author, she said, you know, to to not be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Just mm. recognize your, you know, sometimes you just have to reorganize to try to continue with the same goal. So a failure exactly. doesn't mean that you failed and you can't, you know, it's like you fail. Or, yeah, exactly. And I would say that um, on, on that note, I, like I'm very into, um, you know, time management and productivity and scheduling and how do you organize your time and spend your time? I think like, I feel like I've, now gotten to the way of organizing my time that allows me to do the deep work that I need to. But I think it took me about five years of experimenting See? with with time management techniques exactly. to get to this place. Um, and so, yeah, it can take a lot more than like a month or 20, exactly. 21 days or exactly days or, or even a year, five you know, years, five freaking years, you know, well, that's good. That's a success story. That's what we want to hear. Exactly. That it takes time, awesome. but if you keep at it, you will succeed. You Just will succeed. don't expect to do it in a month or 22 days or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Try again next year. Who knows? <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah, okay. I, I definitely feel motivated by this conversation. Okay, good. Okay. I mean, I hope everyone else feels motivated. And I think uh I think that's a good place to say thank you, Sheila. And uh good luck with your month of February that's coming up soon. <laughs> thank you. All right. All right bye. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to the English Conversation Club podcast. And if you're a founder, CEO, solopreneur, or business developer, and you want to have more international clients in 2024, join my special email list to be the first to know about my new program coming in February. It's designed to help you become the reference in your industry and captivate clients across borders so you don't want to miss this. To know more, go to christinarobofay.com slash clients. And we'll see you next week for another exciting episode of the English Conversation Club podcast.